It was the perfect ensemble. A pale green chiffon frock, little silver heeled slipper with stockings to match. It was Anna Mae Dietrich's first dance, and she wanted it to be a night to remember. A carpenter that worked around the millinery had asked her to go with her to a banquet that was being held by the Delaware County Real Estate Board. They had gone out a few times, to the theater, as well as to the movies. So when he asked her to the banquet, she was ecstatic. The morning of January 19th, Anna was getting ready for work. Her sister gave her $75 and told her that she would meet her later to help her shop for a dress. Anna took her normal way to work. She walked to the West Philadelphia station and boarded a train to Germantown. Anna sat with an acquaintance named Bennett J. Gleason. They met on a rainy morning four months prior at the train station when she came in to get some medication for a headache, and they noticed they rode the same train every day and started a friendship. One of the common topics they discussed was Anna's ambition to learn how to dance. Gleason had offered to teach her, saying he could meet her at her home that she shared with her family, but he had never gotten around to it. On that morning... She told him about the dance she had been invited to. She was so excited, she didn't even notice that the train conductor was standing next to her, waiting for her ticket. She apologized and fumbled through her purse, dumping it on her lap. Embarrassed, she gave the conductor the ticket. Gleason noticed a photo of a man and asked if he was the one she was going to the dance with, hoping to ease her embarrassment. She smiled and shook her head. She explained to him that the man in the photo was someone she planned to see later that evening. She also said he wouldn't be too happy with her going to a dance with another man. She shrugged, telling him that the unknown man never took her out in public. They always stayed in. She hoped tonight would be different, that he would take her out. But she didn't count on it, and the dance was important to her. It was her first one, and if he wasn't going to take her anywhere... She needed to find someone who would. Gleason handed the photo back to her, and they didn't say much on the rest of the ride. Anna made it to work, eagerly talking to her co-workers about the dance. Her boss, Catherine Gerling, let her leave work early that day so she could shop and gave her $75. Anna met with her sister and shopped for the entire afternoon. It was around 5.30, on the corner of 11th and Market when her sister said she had to meet her husband at work. Anna said she would be home around 8.30 and asked if she could keep the kids up longer so she could play records for them. They said their goodbyes and Anna continued to walk on Market Street before turning south on 17th and entered a building. 8.30 came and went, but Anna never came home. At first they thought she got held up, but they became more worried as time went on. She had never been this late. She was responsible and would always call. They decided to start calling around to those who knew her. The first on their list was Nathan Warren, the carpenter who was going to take Anna to her first dance. He told them that he was going to see her the next night for the dance, but he hadn't seen her that day. The next on the list was Dr. David L. Marshall, Anna had been receiving treatment from the chiropractor and remembered she had an appointment with him yesterday. You say Miss Dietrich hadn't been home? Marshall asked. He then said that she never came in for her appointment 
and that he hadn't seen her in a week. Anna never missed her chiropractic appointments, and after they got off the phone with Marshall, they made one last call to the police to file a missing persons report. The next morning, they decided to call Dr. Marshall again, seeing if maybe Anna turned up at all. But to their dismay, the only thing he said was that regretfully, he hadn't the slightest idea. It was that same morning, 13 miles away, in the little town of Mita, when Sally Worrell made that awful discovery. A discovery that led Anna's brother-in-law to the morgue 13 miles away from their home in Norwood to partially identify the body as being that of Anna. But as I mentioned in the first episode, the key piece was missing, something that would 100% confirm that it was Anna. Her head. But where was it? Why wasn't it with the rest of her? Friends started to reach out, seeing if they heard from her, one of them being David L. Marshall. He called and asked him if he had heard from the kid, a nickname that he had for Anna, when her brother-in-law told him the news. There was a brief silence. Marshall then broke that silence and said that it was inconceivable and that whoever did it must have been the work of a fiend. Police in two jurisdictions started to look deeper. They started interviewing anyone who may have known Anna, but someone reached out to them first and told them something that made the case even more of a mystery. Mr. White, owner of a dance academy at 19th and Market Street, had received two calls Wednesday morning asking about Anna. But to his knowledge, he hadn't taught anyone there by that name. But then he realized one of his normal clients, Miss Warren, hadn't shown up to her regular appointments. He wasn't sure why, but he felt that Miss Warren was really Anna Mae Dietrich. He called the Delaware County authorities in Nita and gave them this information. While he wasn't 100% sure, he felt it was something they needed to know. Police took this information and asked her sister, They all knew she signed her name as Warren. She told police it was a joke, but she didn't know how Nathan would feel about it. The information revealed nothing to police to make it less mysterious. They then went to the place where Anna had worked and spoke with the owner, Catherine Gerling. She told police Anna had worked for her for six years, and she was extremely fond of her. Miss Gerling said as soon as she found out Anna was missing, she helped the family all day with the search. She said they called her early Wednesday to ask her if she had seen Anna at all, but all she knew was Anna had planned to take dancing lessons that night around 7 p.m. Police asked her about the name Anna used at the academy. She said it was unfortunate, really. Could have happened to anyone, but Anna was embarrassed. She had made an appointment for her first six lessons six months ago. Something came up and she forgot to call them to cancel her appointment. Anna was worried they'd remember her and charge her for missing her appointment. So when they asked her for her name, she gave them the name Warren. They all laughed about it when Nathan came down, and she told him about it, but later on it started to worry her. She said she planned to tell them at her next appointment and clear everything up, but she never did. With nothing sinister coming from Anna using the assumed name, the police crossed it off their list and continued their search for the missing component that would lead them to solving her murder. 
It wouldn't be for another 48 hours that police would make another gruesome discovery. While police searched creeks and rivers in Philadelphia, another bundle was found. Underneath railroad tracks, close to the county line, the head of Anna Mae Dietrich was found, wrapped in newspapers that bore the same dates as the newspapers that covered her body. Her hair still parted and fluffed, with minimum decomposition due to the cold weather. Police wondered why there was such a distance between the bundles. It was if the killer had to dispose of her head as quickly as possible, which made police wonder, does the killer live in the area? What police didn't know was the answer to that question was about to be revealed. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.